Marhaba and welcome to Mondays with Manal. Today we're going to breach on a topic that thematically we've brought a few times now. We live in a very fast-paced environment. Today's environment is filled with consumption of a lot of information, and this causes a lot of emotional distress. Like my friend Machen McDonald likes to say, we are emotionally hijacked. And how do we deal with this today in the business world? When we live in a world today where we are living in the gray, when change is constant more than ever, um, what are the places we go to emotionally when we are in that state, especially as leaders, business owners in today's environment? Think about the stresses we feel when we feel overwhelmed, anxiety, the feeling of constantly being worried, um, deflecting or avoidance, um, which I talk a lot about when we use busy methods to avoid our real feelings and just being vulnerable during these times. Um, today, I'm going to call a little bit of an audible and I'm going to intertwine the discussion topic we have at hand, which is really how do we deal with this sort of stressful environment in our workplace and my pick of the week. All right, so let's first talk about my pick of the week, Brene Brown's book, Atlas of the Heart. Yes, this is such a good book, especially in today's environment. It's not a business book, sure, but the way we deal with emotions is so important in today's business world. The book explores 87 of the emotions we experience that define what it means to be a human being and walks through frameworks for cultivating meaningful, meaningful connections with people that we intertwine with in our daily lives. I'm going to breach on one of the 87, which is really how to deal with stress in workplaces. Um, but this is such a great book. I recommend this. It's an easy read. And in today's environment, if you don't have time to read, and I I have so many streams and so many things that I'm doing today, um, I definitely plug in and listen to a lot of audiobooks. Um, but there's always a way to sort of get um, content and maybe, you know, listening to uh, my synopsis of some of these content uh, is also a good way to sort of get the gist of what, um, you know, you're trying to breach and reach and learn. All right. So let's talk about our favorite emotion, stress. Um, if we break down the emotion formulaically like Brene does in her book, it's really defined as the demand that exceeds our ability to cope with it. But this ranges by individuals. And we ask ourselves today, why does it range so vastly? Well, the reason it's so variable is because as Brene states in her book, this emotion is driven by both our sort of Physio physiological reactions as well as our psychological reactions and our emotional reaction, which is our psychological reaction, 
truly drives the definition of how an individual copes with stress. Um, neurologist Zygmunt Freud believed that the unconscious mind to be the primary source of human behavior. So how do we wrap ourselves around sort of our unconscious state? Many scientists have derived that 95% of our brain activity is unconscious, meaning the majority of our decisions that we make, the actions that we take, and our emotions and behaviors depend on the 95% of our brain activity that lies beyond our conscious awareness. So now that we've sort of breached on the topic of stress and the driver of stress, how do we marry that with the business world? Look, businesses and leaders have been trying to figure out the secret sauce to success for a long time. At Exhaustium, um, initiatives are put together in place, human initiatives, right? People initiatives on how to motivate employees, increase productivity, uh, make successful businesses in turn, right? But mindset is not usually top of mind when these strategies and initiatives are being built. And if 95% of our brain activity is unconscious, um, it kind of doesn't make sense if it's not top of mind when building these strategies and initiatives, right? Um, and so that's why in this sort of new age, when we have more constraint onto our emotional state, it is more important than ever to be more purposeful in the way we build these strategies. So now we've sort of defined what drives stress. We've defined how our unconscious being um, drives our ability to cope with it. Um, you know, when this is the way we predominantly make decisions, predominantly drives the actions that we take, emotions and behaviors are determined all beyond this sort of conscious awareness, right? This is a huge implication for businesses and leaders as they try to understand how to best lead their teams. By understanding this concept, or at least acknowledging, right, this concept um, more deeply, managers can begin to sort of shift away from traditional approaches uh, and focus more on creating these environments where people are encouraged to think more, let's say, outside the box, but still feeling connected with their team members. Um, understanding the unconscious processing that we go through gives more of an insight into individual motivation, which allows companies to tailor incentives accordingly in order to create sort of higher engagement levels among employees. We brought this in prior podcasts, um, you know, a lot of great papers from Accenture and McKinsey talking about, especially in our remote world, how employees feel that they are not involved with the company and the feeling of not being included or or feeling not engaged within the community is sort of at its peak right now. And these are concerns that we can't just brush over. Understanding unconscious processes helps companies, leaders better understand 
biases also before making important decision decisions such as hiring new staff or implementing changes in operations, uh, uh, implementing um, new technology. It enables them to be more aware of intrinsic um, prejudices um, so that everyone is treated fairly regardless of, um, you know, trying to sort of put aside unconscious bias as much as possible. And I think I think it's ever so important today and it's so important for leaders to have this at sort of the forefront. In short, learning about how our brain works opens a world full of possibilities for businesses when it comes to leading others effectively. Um, that's been our biggest challenge. Decades over decades over centuries. I mean, the quotes that I'm reading are you know, not recent quotes, right? These are um, neurologists that and and psychologists and philosophers that have talked about these things for centuries. Through this knowledge, though, companies have access to powerful tools that allow them to reach greater heights. I think more than ever, we live in an information world. And as AI evolves, we live in even a vaster, vaster information world. Um, and I think it's it's more important than ever, but I also understand that it's not maybe popular with everybody. And there is nothing wrong with challenging concepts. There's nothing wrong with challenging what I'm saying today. And if you feel like challenging it, I, I welcome the challenge because I think, you know, having open discussions about different ideologies and ways of thinking is how we evolve together as a um, as the next generation and and bring to our next generation. So, um, you know, I'm not saying that uh, this is to be accepted by all, but if it's not, um, you know, I'd be happy to put together a round table table and talk about it. I think it, these these topics are important. We know we have a problem, so solutioning is important, and solutioning in today's world requires, I think more than ever, the acceptance, the acceptance that we need to be very open to different thoughts, ideals, strategies, and bring it together. Because when you bring it together and you sort of take that emotional hijacking <laughs> out of it, then you have sort of more clarity that's more objective to think through um, putting together a strategy that's more well-suited for your company. My friends, I am going to leave you with a quote today from Carl Gustav Jung. It states, until you make the unconscious conscious, it will direct your life and you will call it fate. Cheers to a thought-provoking week.